Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Shannon Feltis. I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is You Are That. We are two sisters who cannot take a compliment. All right. We have a remote episode coming your way, which means your brain at some point is going to say, Hey, this sounds a little different. Let your heart tell your brain. Hell yeah, it does. And I'm into it. Shannon, we are here today with someone super awesome, super colorful, really fun. Oh my God. Colorful to say the least. Like, yes. Shiny, shimmery, wonderful, all the things, like yes. everything. And if you've been feeling pandemic darkness deep in your mm-hmm. heart, coming in waves like we all have, oh. you are going to want to turn up your volume, put on good noise canceling headphones, like mm-hmm. let the kids tear the house apart. Just go yeah. take a bath, girl, because we are here <laughs> with Janet, aka Woke Face. She is an oh artist gosh. known for her fun and happy, sometimes retro third eye pop art, and it is fantastic. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. The sun is out. I feel like that has made a huge difference for me this morning. Yeah. Mood wise. I had the weird old lady phrase pass through my head and I was waiting at a light and it's sunny and the rain started in and I was like, "Mm, liquid sunshine. Oh gosh. And then my brain was like, ew. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's real though. My, I feel like I don't, I don't wake up the same way if I don't see the sun. It's like once that Mm -hmm. hits my eyeballs, I'm able to unleash some energy. It's like solar power. Yeah. Yeah. I went outside for just a second and then went, oh, this is going to be a great day. And then I came inside. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's still chaos in here. God damn it. I'll stay outside. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> oh Well, so we are good. so happy that you are going to sit down with us and let yeah, us yeah. pick your brain. You don't know the questions. Do you have any weird feelings about just <laughs> randomness? No, I'm excited. And actually, I've met both of you before. Mm-hmm. You're, mm-hmm. I, do you remember that? Or do you know? We do. Okay. We were talking about that the other day. So so you were at the tarot dinner yeah. with Allie Ward and Colin Perry, mm-hmm. and we did the thanatology and mm-hmm. the tarot readings. And the way I remember you was you came up to me and we were talking and you said, well, I'm an artist too. And you gave me your card. And I was like, that's awesome. I added you on Instagram. Then later I like really looked at your Instagram and I was like, the way you said it was so casual. Oh, I do <laughs> art too. And then I looked and I was like, 
this bitch isn't an artist. She's a brand. Like yeah, you're, you're like a real, real. I was artist. like, yeah. she, she's got oh, shit she's going on. No. <laughs> so cool. You're so modest. You handed us an envelope with so many awesome little things in it. And then we came home and looked at it. I was like, holy shit, this is all her. Like pins and stickers and cards. Oh my God, this is the cutest thing ever. If I had taken the time to look at it while we were still standing there, that would have been better because then I would have hugged you like really hard. So, yes. I think that's yeah. when we were doing the whisper pictures. Did I you know. get a secret picture with Allie Ward? Yes. Of the like, pretend you're telling your secret. That's like my favorite thing to do because I think it breaks up the monotony of like a meet and greet style. Like, we'll talk about modest, down to earth people. Ali Ward, I was like fangirling so hard. That's that's me. My celebrities are like that. I like, I probably would notice Beyonce if she was on the bus that I got on. I I always knew who I was. Smaller (laughs) artists or podcasters are like, I mean, I I don't know, kind of starstruck with y'all because. Oh, extremely talented. Like, oh my God. The, the you just gave me goosebumps. Oy. Yeah, her dinner was so beautiful. And I was just like, again, the annoying little sister that's just like, I'm here for the party. Like, I'm here. I'm here for it. Well, I feel like I appreciated you. I feel like you were one of the guests that got it, got that there was like a theme. I think it's your art spirit, though, that makes you like appreciate stuff like that. Because some people were like, the plates are really small. And I didn't I didn't really get what was happening. And I was like, oh, my God, like the plates are supposed to be like, I don't know. Tastes. I put a lot of time into organizing like the shapes of things. Yeah, or, like, it was clearly the herbs so in something. intentional. Yeah, the details were like, I got it. I got it. You said something about it and it really touched me. And I was like, oh, my God, she gets it. I really appreciated you for that. <laughs> that really helped my mood. <laughs> Thank you. I think a lot a lot of people did and I love I don't know that we're reconnecting in this way randomly. Yeah. Like it's you, you never know how people come back in your life. Oh man, it's the evolution, man. I feel like we follow you and cheer you on silently from the sidelines. So you're getting like Aww. secret mad props and good vibes from us all the time cuz we're like, "Did you see what she did? This is so cool." We're like cheering you on. Well, thank you. I'm super honored that you you reached out like means the world to me so of course so um we think you're amazing this is perfect <laughs> it, it was destiny for you to be on this weird little show this is perfect we feel like you're too cool for us so i'm 100%. really stoked that yeah. well <laughs> i'm not don't worry <laughs> See, but those it. are our favorite people the right? people that are like really cool but like don't know they're cool or oh, don't awesome. think they're cool they're like no no it's about being yourself and i think you really shine through all the noise that's mm-hmm. on the internet like every time something pops up by you i'm like refreshed by you i agree with that oh. we're gonna have compliments at the front in the middle <laughs> at the end this is gonna be don't, don't gas me up too much oh, oh. <laughs> you just wait girl we yeah it's yeah. really uncomfortable oh, man okay you're gonna want to shower afterwards you're gonna be like, that felt really gross in the best way you're like i feel great and weird oh. this is so good <laughs> tell us a little bit about your art tell us about you thank you thank you so much for having me i'm so excited um, so my name is Janet, aka Woke Face. This is actually the first podcast or anything that I'm um, using my real name on because oh my <laughs> I feel so special. Do you want us to use it or do you want to just um, use your alias? Whatever I you mean, want. Either way, up until this point, which I guess maybe is part of the story of Woke Face, it's been Ooh. an anonymous or as anonymous as I can make it project. Mm-hmm. Prior to Woke Face, I was a career freelance graphic designer, web designer for like 
2012-ish years. Dang. And I started doing the woke base just as street art on the side. No intention of anything beyond that. But initially, street art and putting up what some people would call graffiti or vandalism is illegal. <laughs> so I wanted to keep... Covert mission. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I wanted to keep it on the DL. But also I realized that not putting my name on it gave me a creative freedom that right. um, made me feel more comfortable putting imperfect things out into the world, kind of shielding me from criticism in a way, like it, it, to put that on an alias and really develop Bookface as a character or an idea so like people do call me woke face and I'll answer to it but <laughs> but in my mind woke face is really a different entity yeah it's a project yeah. it's its own creature and it's your alter ego Ooh. yeah it's an aspiration too the the messages of woke face are ones that like Janet is also trying to follow Aww. I'd say people put woke face on a pedestal but that's not me you know as it has evolved which we'll probably get into it's getting bigger and I'm registered as a business now and it's um it's more legit and I am kind of ready to show up as Janet as well. You're gonna see Ooh, this shit. I yeah. love you're gonna this. you're gonna pull off your backwards wig and be like, hi, here's the face behind the woke face. <laughs> yeah, oh. I got wigs under wigs like in drag race. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I have goosebumps right now because I feel really special that this is kind of a cool combining moment. We met you behind as the a mask. Person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the secret street art vibe of this because there are people that I put on a pedestal in Portland that are like huge advocates and really big loud voices and all the different marginalized communities and they shout woke face from the rooftops and I'm like oh my god this is so cool mm-hmm. it means so much more and the ball is just rolling and rolling I'm I'm loving watching this this is so great thank you so I'll wrap up my original answer right? <laughs> so that was that was um 2016 kind of about almost exactly five years ago wow. um, when I put up the first street art installations and it evolved it was a side thing for a while and then you know I started making stickers because my background is graphic design I love to put mm-hmm. I love to design things and I already kind of had that skill set which is really cool when you get that moment that you can mm-hmm. plug in the skills you're like why did I why did I have that job that was really boring that I hated? Why was I like, wasting my talent <laughs> oh being man. like you learned a I'm skill and then you're like line oh, yeah. pixels and make things right? that aren't you? Right. Like weird. how how is this how is this dental office brochure going to serve me in the future? But you know, I learned some graphic design skills doing it. And my first job way back when was in e-commerce design for a startup that doesn't exist anymore. But I learned about building storefronts. So when I started designing stickers and somebody was like hey would you sell those and I was like oh well I kind of know how to do that and the rest is history baby (laughs) that's awesome it all kind of just prepped you and led you up to this point that's pretty awesome yeah I am really grateful for those moments I feel like they're they're fleeting I think of them as like lily pads of life where you're like usually in the air free falling but then you land and you can like kind of look around and get perspective and be like oh okay I can see why I had to do that to get here Mm -hmm. I just pictured that as an illustrated cartoon as you were describing right. it oh my gosh. I was like that's so awesome like it's all the art brains when we all come together we're like we can picture what the other ones are saying that's- I love that <laughs> I want to see woke face cartoons oh my god yes Ooh. like old school Joe cartoon style yes yes I mean that's been the best part of doing this project is 
getting to meet really cool people like mm-hmm. you two and oh, um, connect, connect, but for real connecting with other artists and people that are passionate about what they're doing and collaborating like there's been so many unexpected I don't know like gems of pursuing this and and the biggest one has been the connections. I completely agree with that. I like watching all your collaborations too. It's nice to see artists' visions meld mm-hmm. where there's no lead. It's like a partnership. Those are the mm-hmm. best collabs. I really love watching that kind of stuff. And getting to be a collaborator when you're at your point, like you have a distinct style that is mm-hmm. recognizable from a mile away. Mm-hmm. And being able to have the platform and the creativity and the portfolio for people to come to you and say, say, hey, I want to do this thing. And you put your stamp on it so hard that it's definitely a woke face piece, but it's also them, you know, and it has still a, see them. Right? The and as yeah. a graphic designer, it's really hard. And as an illustrator, that when you're working on projects for other people and you want to show a little bit more of your creativity and put yourself more into the project, you end up getting that feedback of like, mm, I was thinking more along the lines of like, <laughs> here's an example of something from the internet I found. Mm. Oh, it kills your spirit inside to have to like dumb it down to have it be corporate enough yeah. to fit a little box. Mm-hmm. And now you're you're so woke face that people come to you like, hey, I want to collab. And it's just like a woke face stamp on it. And they're like, thank God, this is so cool. <laughs> we got there. Sure. Yeah. That is the hugest compliment because I really did spend most of my career being asked to mimic other styles which I got mm-hmm. really good at and you know that was fine like someone would be like I want it to look like this and I could I could melt my style into whatever that made me think of a one of my first exciting projects I mean I've had so many exciting projects but like I guess a business collaboration that I did early on was with a local brand called Good Wolf Water Kefir if you haven't tried it mm-hmm. you should it's super mm-hmm. delicious and the owner is really nice but anyway he wanted me to design a limited edition uh, label for a new flavor and it was like lemonade, lavender, rose, which like so delicious to me. And I was like, okay, I got this. And I designed this really beautiful, like illustrated florals and a lemon and um, kind of how I would have treated a graphic design job. And I sent it to him and he was like, this is really pretty, but I want a woke face design. Oh, he like, yes. he, he wanted you were that trying so to cool. go into like all oh, business mode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. branding exactly. Oh and he was like, no, I want you to get weird. That oh. was the first moment that I was like, oh, somebody wants to hire me for my own art style. This is, uh, I don't know, it's game it was wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so cool. That is and so those inspiring. little moments, though, those are the things that will fuel your fire to keep it going mm-hmm. and expand it rather than just have it be a little thing you do on the side just to like remedy your own brainwaves. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So while we're talking about woke face stuff, is your artist name top secret or can you tell us what inspired that? Yeah. What made it pop in your head? Mostly utility. So I started doing the street art and I had my own personal Instagram that was just your normal like selfies and photos of lattes and stuff and I like started (laughs) posting pictures of the street art that I was putting up and I was like "Uh, I don't think my friends really want to see this so I decided I should make a separate social media for it and I was just trying to think of a really quick concise name for it the meaning of the symbol which if your listeners are not familiar it's pretty simple smiley face with a third eye open and the meaning to me was representative of an awakening a spiritual awakening experience that I had and the unfolding of my life after that where I was awakened 
beyond my five senses, I guess. It's a simplified way of saying it that I had suddenly an awareness um, that was much larger than I ever have. So I was like, okay, awakening, Mm. awake, woke. And it kind of just clicked. It was like, that's what this is. This is a woke face. It was a snappy title. The dot com and the username were available, which which is (laughs) like, that's your business brain. Graphic Design 101, (laughs) you know, I've designed a lot of logos and and that's always my question. Like, do you have the dot com before you choose the name? Because that's the world we live in. It's so so true. That was it. (laughs) We're still struggling with that dot com for all of our brand names, I think. (laughs) I have a dot co Mm. for my business doesn't feel quite as satisfying honestly i have bonniedutch.com and it's just it's just like coming soon it's like it's like the prettier version of like under construction you know it's not a 404 page but it'll do coming around yeah yeah i'm like i have so many other merch stores that i'm like okay cool go hit all these merch stores where i physically don't have to implement cut wood or paint something and bring (laughs) it to your house or are you coming to my paintings one day are you coming to my gallery where you can transport it yourself are you coming to a gallery show that doesn't exist but it exists in my mind we have big dreams of gallery shows that's um we just want to have events yeah parties like we did at the tarot dinner yeah that's all it is we should just collaborate and do like a yat woke face party and have it be art and food mm-hmm. and fun and friends and DJs. See, and that's just... the big dream is to have a venue space where we can celebrate all of our art and food and creative friends and just yes. be like, hi, it's actually just a party so we can hang out with our favorite <laughs> people. True. But like also maybe that'll become cool. Maybe yeah. Instead of a red carpet, <laughs> we do like a tie dye rainbow Ooh. carpet. <gasps> oh, I'm into it. just got it has eyes all over it eyes and peonies it's like you and me combined in our art spirit and then food food give me a cartoon of a grilled cheese sandwich on there and we've got a three-way there that's perfect (laughs) you're speaking to my soul (laughs) dripping cartoon cheese oh my god i love that that's the dream in my mind the coolest event is uh like a brooklyn Mm -hmm. rooftop party or like a like, warehouse with yeah. like cool underground people that like only people in the know know about <laughs> that's like my 20 something brain of like one day i'm gonna have like a brooklyn rooftop oh, art party with all the cool people but i'm still brewing on the idea that janet you and i kind of like sidebarred and had the pipe dream of a top secret location that i won't disclose because like you know where it is <laughs> and bonnie and i know where it is but i still want to have a dining artist musical event in the summertime at that location and when the pandemic is a thing behind us we'll definitely do it because that'll be fun and bonnie's like i want to paint there too and the graffiti art is there is the tits so that place is it's still on my bucket list of places to throw a party so yeah i'm on that still has to happen this will not last forever no, it can't. No, it just can't. The sunshine today is giving me yes. all the hope. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mike, is this is this the light at the end of the tunnel? Are we coming out of the pandemic? Ugh. Have we grown as people or are we just going to like oh God. come out and shake it off and like, all right, let's, let's pretend there was growth there. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope for the best. Now let's all start exercising. <laughs> well, your artwork pops up all over the place. You do do murals, but I've also seen like stickers on bus stops. I've seen wood pieces installed on the back of like electrical poles. In fact, my best friend Lindsay and I were talking and we were talking about plans for the weekend. I said, oh, we're recording Wokeface. She's an amazing artist. Remember when we uh, met up and I stopped and I went, ah, Wokeface in the wild. And I stopped and took a picture of a pole. It was the birthday hat. <gasps> yeah. Which is by the party store. Which is by the party 
Chinese <laughs> store and I stopped and took a picture and I like freaked out and I said, Shannon, look. And she's like, oh, this is great. We see your stuff all over so, so much. So like even in our small hometown that we went to high school in, your stuff pops up everywhere to the point where I was like, is there anywhere she doesn't go? I feel like I could walk down like an abandoned train track and like go through a tunnel and light up my phone and there'd just be like woke face in, in the tunnel. And I'd be like, whoa, <laughs> how did she get here first? A, sweet <laughs> a holographic stickers, just yeah. something real simple. Yeah. It's so really good. cool. That's cool. I have, a, I have a kind of a street team now, so it's not always me <gasps> either, which is rad. It's woke up to travel to lots of countries that I wish I could go to. That's so cool. In high school, I was Bonnie Street Team. That's how I got backstage places and met people I shouldn't have met was because I'm like, (laughs) they sent me 20 posters three weeks ago and I put them up everywhere. Like, you know, (laughs) just real, like real cheesy ass bands. But I was street team savvy enough that I was like, this is so much fun for me because it felt like guerrilla marketing. It felt like I was like on the inside, even if it was for like simple plan. Right. Come on. Still, it was, you know, it counts. It counts. Well, my biggest get for street teaming was audio vent. It's Brandon Boyd's brother, Jason. And so I was like, I'm one degree away from Incubus right now. Oh my God. Yeah. Now I'm two degrees away. That's beautiful. Welcome. (laughs) I should try to get Jason Boyd on the podcast. Oh, good God. That'd be cool. Uh, He looks like Jesus in like the most fucking gorgeous way. (laughs) But my question is, out of all the places in the world that you are putting stuff, what is a perfect place that you daydream of personally placing some woke face in the wild? Hmm, Good question. I mean, I I guess it's pretty normal for street artists to always want to get bigger with the art. So there's definitely some some giant walls or areas. The Great Wall of China. I hear you. <laughs> See it from space. <laughs> the woke wall. The Great Woke of China. Yeah, I'm into it. The Great Awakening. Uh, yeah, so I just just bigger, bigger is, is sounds nice. Like uh, I like the idea of getting into different mediums or audiovisual integration. Like um, Meow Wolf. Are you familiar with that art collective? They they created this incredible immersive. It's it's like a place you can visit. They originally oh. opened outside of Santa Fe, and then they just opened another one in Las Vegas, but it's like a fully immersive art exhibit, kind of like Burning Man meets uh, Disneyland meets Funhouse. And they have uh, a lots of different incredible artists kind of decorate their whole their own rooms. Oh. And they have like, oh, like a just diorama right come too. to life. Like yeah. exactly. Yeah. If you had a tree house in your own mushroomed out Captain Hook experience. Ooh, this is yeah. cool. That's a yeah. really good description. That's I'm just talking. <laughs> As you're describing it, Ooh. I was picturing like, okay, granted, I feel like even before pandemic, I thought this was kind of a nasty thought of having the, the giant sprinkles that people jump in. I think that's a little gross personally. Oh. But like that ice cream situation where they had... Ooh, that's yeah, cool. the, the place in LA. Yeah, where it's like everything was really bright color. and colorful, but like each room is a different theme. I could mm-hmm. picture you doing something like that where it's like a museum installation oh my God, where that it's would like be so fun. every room is a different like <gasps> land of your art oh can you do that can you take over someplace <laughs> do a different room okay and ready then, go <laughs> and then we'll host a, a you are that event and we'll bring all of our favorite people in to do an overnight spectacular <gasps> where one room has like movies like Ooh. old retro movies playing and then that people put down like sleeping bags and it's just a huge slumber party oh, full of this. like the best most magical vibe 
vibes. Can you picture like a full forest room that you yes. just you have a slumber oh, party under with fake, fake stars, fireflies going yeah. off? I can yeah. picture this whole thing. Oh, I want to oh do gosh. like a room where the whole floor feels like a cloud, and then you can climb upstairs to the skies and slide down a rainbow. Like, oh, holy shit! <laughs> yep. Well, this needs to happen, and all the clouds have like all your style of clouds. Like, like it's almost memory foam though, yeah. with like glow mm-hmm. underneath to where yeah, like your like, feet are sinking in and you're crawling and you're like this is crazy oh, i'm picturing all the different lights and different colors no oh, that's so cool i like it okay now i really want you can go to happen. different zones and spray a, a rainy mm. mist in your face and it'll have different scents from memories yeah there's um the fog room is just like a real nice cbd mist that's pumped <laughs> in that you just walk through the fucking forced chill vibes and then you come out the other side happier okay, y'all are hired as my <laughs> yeah <laughs> We have limitless ideas to the point where we have, Shannon sent me a meme the other day and it was like, I have all the ideas. I want to do all the things. Project, project, project. I'm overwhelmed. Do nothing. And I was like, that is my life. Yeah. Buy all the craft supplies and then these look better pristine. And I'm stumped now that That I have the supplies. That would be so fun. I told Shannon the other day that I want to buy the old fireplace shop off of... Uh, oh, yeah. Chavez off of 84. Yeah. We grew up riding the Max past it and that like that All the old time. hood. And it's just so dilapidated now and, and just falling apart. And I said, if we won the lottery, I want to buy that and turn it into an event space where there's like weddings on one floor and art and parties on another floor and catering and food and dining on another one and just make it a space for all the creatives to come together. And I would totally dedicate like the top euphoric floor to Ooh. woke face. Just- there's, a, there's our our Brooklyn rooftop <laughs> right yeah look at that rooftop access Ooh. for VIP it would be um, so cool so maybe we need to start making some calls and find out maybe we need to start playing place. the lottery you have to play to True. win and I don't <laughs> I don't oh my play gosh. you also we, have to play to lose <laughs> right. valid very valid you also have to have something Invest to want to lose five dollar bill into money laundering oh I'm just kidding <laughs> okay speaking of colors you do the most technicolor pop color shimmery sparkly shiny everything you love rainbows what is your favorite color today because i'm assuming it changes i really love that you added that to the question (laughs) (laughs) today yeah and my favorite color today and lately for a while has been like the slimiest grossest chartreuse like (gasps) limey color like not 90s snot green like nickelodeon gack yes i just i just painted a wall at my new art studio with that color and my partner was like this reminds me of like prison or this is and i was like well it's it's, you know it's all context but i just love like a really gross green for some reason you'd love my piano really it's the grossest she has an avocado and i did aged i rubbed like brown wax like the furniture wax on it so it looks like like i found it on a in a street alley somewhere it could it's be in great. the middle of a forest. It could. That's just true. Like cottage core. <laughs> it's very piano vibes. That's beautiful. That's true. Um, I love that color. I like your wall that you painted with all the squares, all the different colors. Thank you. I really like that. I was like, this is like a Pantone dream right now. Thank you. I kind of did that also out of utility because even though I, I do have the design and the graphic design background, I'm not like a good at the, the salesy and product photography side. And I always want to take 
like cool photos of all my different trinkets and products. And I'm always looking for cool backgrounds. And so I was like, I'll just make a wall full of them. So I painted the 28 squares with the paint that I already had. So I could just hold it in front of it and do a different color. And Ingenuity. That's so smart. You find the color that really makes the artwork pop. Yes. This one. This is the image. That's pretty genius. Yeah. Thank you. You're smart. You have a good head on your shoulders. Aww. (laughs) (laughs) So as an artist, I grew up being like super visually influenced by music. The sounds that played in songs kind of played scenes or colors in my brain. Yes. What are some tunes from your childhood that instantly come to mind that you may have just played on repeat because they just felt nice and stimulating or happy? What are your go-to kickback happy songs? That's a really good question. And that reminded me that like my first what do you want to be when you grow up was actually an artist. But then when I was like in high school, my what do you want to be when you grow up was a music video producer. Like Ooh, I, I, I loved the idea of, of like listening to songs in the headphones and like imagining the music video or the story mm-hmm. escape that would happen. And then I ended up going to college for that and kind of realized, oh, this is a lot more technical than creative. <laughs> so maybe that's not really it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, but the the kind of music that I listened to, I guess, in high school when I was having those thoughts, um, the one that really comes to mind is like Daft Punk around the world. I don't know if you oh. know. Like, yes, in the, the video with the up and down the steps. We yeah. practiced that. We like tried to do <laughs> oh, yeah. that dance, that song on repeat every time it came on. Yeah, that was to me that 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 music video is like perfect. It's so so simple, but like the the visuals and like the characters from it are just peak so so and it's the perfect earworm yes (laughs) yeah during that era i was listening to a lot of like electro pop and like chemical brothers kylie minogue Mm. um kylie's queen yeah it's all perfect like it all goes with your art yeah isn't it interesting how i mean all, all art influences other art and i definitely feel like music has been an influence whether it's like direct that i can tell it's 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 the the colorful bouncy like Mm -hmm. takes your imagination on a ride kind of feeling it's like when sound feels like color yes that's what that which just brought me to how all the commercials on hulu (laughs) during the pandemic they used the blue song Mm. music is color that song when they started reusing it i was like this is really funny like what a throwback (laughs) and the commercial was so clean and i was like okay then the next commercial also had it and then the next one also had it and i was like this is crazy you have no (laughs) idea how many times we played this song or it came on the radio or danced to it at a Mm -hmm. school dance And to me, it still doesn't make any sense, but also it makes perfect sense. (laughs) You know, like I don't know what the words mean, but it means something to me. And my brain still hasn't like, let me know what that is. It just knows it likes it. (laughs) Yeah. My son fell in love with Fat Boy Slim. And I was like, damn right you did, kid. (laughs) On his own, own, all on his own. Then I was like, I've never loved you more than this moment because you're obsessed with Fat Boy Slim. And it's the show enough song that's like, it's just all sounds. It's just ridiculous. (laughs) It's so good. And he freaking loves it. But he he also loves the Beastie Boys. And then the Fat Boy Slim Beastie Boys body moving song is like a color. That's a song of colors too. I I love all those artists. I could picture you painting to all of that too. And it brings me joy. Yeah. Those were those were my favorites. I remember um, in high school, I I had one of those like five CD changer massive yeah. boomboxes <laughs> that had the carousel on the top and yes, the speakers that exactly. maybe came off the side made you feel like you had a stereo system. Exactly. It was like <laughs> it was like a behemoth, and yeah. I 
I woke up to that every morning for high school. You would set the CD and set the alarm. And I always woke up to Fat Boy Slim's album and it would start with the song that's like, right here, right now. Right now. Right here, yes, right now. So and now, I, although I can't listen to that now because it's like ingrained up a wake up for high school jolt out of your bed song. Right? right? You're like, like, you don't want to go to school and you're like, wait, I'm an adult. What, what the fuck? And then you Trauma. switch it and you're like, body moving. Yeah. <laughs> it's better. It's better. Yes. Oh, I love that. Oh, now I'm going to listen to those songs and think of you when they come on too. <laughs> right. That's yeah. awesome. Listen to that album today. Oh, it's so good. It's I'm excited. Timeless. I love doing interviews because everyone else's memories makes me remember stuff I forgot I liked. Same. And I'm like, I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen right. to all this show. Where and what was the first mural piece that you did maybe it was graffiti art maybe it was something you were contracted or or somebody had you do like on their building what's the first one you stepped back and just really went oh fuck yeah I really just did that like this is like my giant piece I'm looking at do you want to know the first first one that I did or like the first one that kind of gave me that feeling either one or both I don't care I like all your art tell me about all of it (laughs) I mean I I still consider myself new to art um even though I did graphic design. My digital art background is long, but my physical art background is not. I did like art in high school and then got the computer and then that was over. Um, So I didn't start painting again until I started doing woke face. still feels like learning a new medium and all the tools of that. So the first mural that I ever got to do was contracted through the Portland Street Art Alliance, which is a fabulous organization that connects artists with opportunities and they put together an outdoor art gallery in this space called Taylor Electric which uh, used to be um, a Taylor Electric building that burned down years ago and then <laughs> it's ironic and awful <laughs> it just made me laugh <laughs> like yeah, fire. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know the exact details that I guess I didn't occur to me there was some irony there but um but what was <laughs> left behind were um steel beams and some of the walls still standing in this like otherwise vacant lot that just stood for years and became like a really popular spot for graffiti artists to put up their art art and then as you know gentrification does its thing someone bought the lot and decided to build a like a big creative office complex on it but they left the frame this place had become so iconic that they left the perimeter of the parking lot with those walls standing PSAA contacted them and was like can we curate this space and still like keep that dream alive with with, with all the artists and it only it's like you know a little bit more curated so you can go over there the public can go to it in in Portland and and visit the walls are still standing and now the newly erected parking garage is covered in art they like divided it into like 50 different giant canvases and there's poles so I was lucky enough to be invited in the first wave of artists to put up a mural and it's on a brick pole that's like uh, squared off so there's four hard long tall edges to it and that was an experience in learning that you know paint dries very slowly in the cold (laughs) and and what what kind of paints to work with and like just really learning about the tools and the craft of going big and strategizing how do you blow up your art from a small drawing to a large how do you scale it up yeah because I personally don't, I don't have the the skills or the perspective yet to just like draw the thing. Yeah, exactly. It's so all I, about projector. Yeah. Even when I do camp, like larger canvases, I draw it on something and then use like a little craft projector and project 
my own outline for myself because I don't want to fuck up a canvas or like fuck up wood. Right. Yeah. And I think there's there's no shame in um, using whatever. Personally, I feel there's no shame in using any tools to get your art how you want it. There's some purists that will hate on that. That's their style. What ifs? Yeah, what ifs me. So I guess that leads into the mural that made me stand back and go, wow, I did that was one where I couldn't project it. It was um, in this light well of an apartment building that was three stories high, but very small footprint like probably like 12 feet by 8 feet so there's no way that you could get a projector far back enough to project a designs to to that scale you couldn't even get it all in the frame like like I couldn't get a clear photo of a whole oh. wall because it's so tall so that was the first project where I had to learn how am I going to do this I had to like get scaffolding which felt like oh that's like that's huge <laughs> for me I never so um, hardcore. like scaffolding is real man <laughs> yeah yeah it felt it felt really real and I like had to like hire a crew and like oh, well. it was like a real ass project <laughs> so uh, and and some people thought that I couldn't do it. Uh-huh. So I felt really accomplished when I when I did do it. Because I, I knew that I could. I like I was like, other people do this. So I can definitely do this, even though it's like a big jump from anything that I've done. No, go through glory, man. You got to try. Yeah. You yeah. never know. How dare someone, first <laughs> off, have an opinion on your skill set. Yeah, and then second of all, let you know somehow. Yeah. Even if it's like through the pipelines. Passive aggressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I mean, sometimes it's comes from a place of like wanting to protect you from disappointment or maybe biting off more than you can chew but yeah I'm generally of the class that you should just assume that everyone can do everything if they want to put their mind to it mind you I love that yeah that was our dad's like biggest advice to us we'd be like you know what we really want to do or like you know it'd be cool if and he'd be like do it fucking do it already Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? Right. Just do it. Stop and along talking. the lines of so using good. your tools and how you yeah. use them, I used to draw small drawings in my sketchbook and then they would go nowhere. So he was like, open the sketchbook where you have like all these ideas that never made, like you may hate them. I don't care, but like do something with them. So mm-hmm. I would use my little projector and then I would do outlines. And then I started playing with charcoals because I was like, let me just do something totally different and shake it off and shade it different. Like I hate the shading. So let me do charcoal. So I started making just random quick, like five minute, 10 minute charcoal drawings and I bring them to my dad and he'd be like well this is beautiful like her face is gorgeous and I was like but I cheated because I used my drawing and then mm-hmm. I, I didn't just draw it on paper like I couldn't live draw this in front of someone without the proportions feeling really uncomfortable and without me feeling like scared mm-hmm. so I used my projector and he's like it's not about the tools you use and it's not about how you use them it's about the final project being something that is complete in your mind is the project when you're done with it everything that you envisioned Mm -hmm. did you collage for did you cut stuff out of magazines and collage around a painting you did that's not cheating that's art art. yes yes yeah i mean you are not your tools you can hand the same person the same tools and like they won't create the same thing that you did it's it's so way true. more than that yeah smart smart man it's dude so cool. art's just creative perspective man it's all in how you get there yeah that's like the hippiest thing i've said all day <laughs> i just heard myself <laughs> say it's all in how you get there man it's yeah that was journey yeah. Yeah, that, was, that was literally a dad thing to say <laughs> <laughs> well so oh. much of your work 
gives a nod to nostalgic things like 90s pop culture. What are some of your favorite cartoons that you watched growing up as Lil Janet? Mm, well, I mean, when you first said cartoons, I was thinking obviously Lisa Frank is is not oh, not oh, animated, yeah. but you know that's that's like it's a building that's burrowed into, into my subconscious and will always. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's tattooed on every 90s girl's heart. Like, totally. oh, it's the reason I wear leopard print now, right? Yeah, that's why I like. I'm like, I'm like, I don't like animal print, yeah. and then I'm like, J.K. I Hot do, pink, bitch. Yes, yeah. you do. <laughs> Can you throw some like purple and white and lime green and pink oh, all together in yes. a sunset? Close my heart, yes. and then put it across zebra turning into leopard, and that's my like. And then just inner self. Yeah, you feel like a handful of glitter on it, and you're done. Yeah, yeah. So, and <laughs> rainbow bright, My Little oh, Pony, yeah. yes. um, all of that aesthetic and the Saturday morning cartoons. I grew up with even like the Shira and the He Man kind of. Um, mm-hmm. I just like love the the look of the hand drawn animation, beautiful and the and the colors and a lot of it was like due to the the era of technology that's kind of muted tones or or made them like pop in the way that they don't now. The color them. blocking, yeah, yeah, totally. I love it. Like thinking those. of like Gem and the holograms. Yes. It's pink, but it's like three colors of pink yes. combined to mm-hmm. make one like <laughs> pink outfit, and that was my jam. Your gem. In the, in the 80s. That's my gem. <laughs> my jam gem. But were you truly outrageous? I was not. <laughs> oh, I was right. subtly okay. there. Right. And that's okay. Uh, my crimped hair washed oh. out. Oh, it's yeah. fine. I didn't. We had the clip-in hair color streaks. I remember yeah. that. We thought we were They the were tits. glittery. Oh, I was like, good. I am a My Little Pony. Yeah, but are. I loved the duo trio tone mm-hmm. of all those colors together. And it was almost like a uh, comic booky mm-hmm. came to life. Mm-hmm. And it's that classic comic book style that I really liked, which was like Archie comics, Josie and the Pussycat dolls, that real clean illustration. And I still love it today, even though I, I don't produce stuff like that with like the halftone printing, mm-hmm. like the old printing press style where it's like outline and then slightly off is like, Oh, like where it three looks like colors of blue. Oh, yes. I love that so And much. it reminds me of like vintage comics turned yeah. gem turned like all those fun action cartoons that felt so good yeah yeah and I've noticed I mean I there's definitely that I bring that into my art and I I see it in all the art that I love even the offset registration that that Mm -hmm. artists will mimic now or like the the texture of the paper I mean it's it really speaks to the nostalgia and which is what fuels so many hearts I feel like we are the from childhood it's that relatable vibe Mm -hmm. like it feels so familiar and then it feels good. And then we're like, oh, I need that because it reminds me of all mm-hmm. the good feelings. Yeah. That's all we are is yeah, nostalgia based. Nostalgia bombs. That's the whole reason <laughs> this whole podcast started was just we have, so true. we have so many memories from our childhood. I have a really bad memory. Mm-hmm. So when other people bring up stuff from their childhood and I'm like, oh, and like part of my brain unlocks where I'm like, oh my God, I didn't realize that this Aww. built me. Yeah, your serotonin child. is all locked up. It is. Aww. So smells and sounds and colors and vibes like will inspire my nostalgia to kick in. But having someone openly remember something and say like, do you remember this? And I'm like, no, 
no, I don't. I'm a brick wall of memories. I don't remember <laughs> anything. And they're like, no, 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 picture it. There was this like one cartoon and in this one moment, all this stuff happened that my brain like unleashes mm-hmm. and it happened mm-hmm. with The Little Prince. I thought it was like a fever dream I had as a child where I was talking to somebody probably in like high schoolish. I was like a sophomore and I said, there's this thing that I feel like was a thing and I don't know if it really was, but I remember this, this little boy was (laughs) on a planet or on a something and he was watering the rose and the rose talked to him and said, no, not up here. You have to water me at my roots. For some reason, this moment of this cartoon that I watched when I was so developing was trapped in inside me and I had to tell someone and I like, creepily told my friend and was like I had this weird memory and she's like that was a cartoon I think it was on the moon yeah and so we like looked at this is like oh, before the it. internet oh, yeah. you had to like you had to remember <laughs> yes. so and then we went to our friend's mom who was the school librarian and we said do you remember a bubble and she's like that's the little prince le petit prince and oh. it is a it's a cartoon and you guys probably watched it when you were like baby babies yeah but I remember yeah. It, it like clicked in it and I was so like oh. cool I thought that that was a fake thing my brain made up yeah. too because it went away and then there was zero trace of it ever again no and then it got like re-upped and it got oh. popular again when yeah. when we all started having fever chil- dreams no no like when our generation of people who watched right. it started having children suddenly the book started popping up in feeds right. like, my son loves this book and I'm like that was my fever dream that I well, thought wasn't real life strawberry shortcake is on shirts again yeah that smell like strawberries that's not a new idea like that's just we're grown up and we just want it again so we're imposing it on our children <laughs> yeah i guess that's probably what the cyclical nature of these trends are right you get to the age where you're like i crave that that feeling again and you want it for your kids too you're like it's borderline inappropriate how do i make this work out so i can experience this twice <laughs> pure joy <laughs> that's so true that's why i dress my kid and let him choose his shit is all yeah like, he was rocking lisa oh, frank inspired hip-hop bears the yeah. other day he dresses in like rainbow He's and got rated rainbow tie-dye leggings on today just because why not yeah he does whatever he wants and i'm into it oh do you have another question you know what i don't we covered all of my questions in natural conversation how crazy is that this is so fun i love this i love this isn't it fun to just like open weird parts of your brain (laughs) yes i have a list of like songs and art to make so thank you this was like such an inspirational (laughs) conversation oh i love that well do you want to hop into this This or or that that? yes ma'am yes we are going to ask you two questions they're all over the place and uh, you just choose your choice. And in this case, you're choosing your fave. Okay. Your favorite today. Yeah. It doesn't mean the other one disappears forever. Okay. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Sunshine or stormy weather? Sunshine. Simpsons or South Park? Simpsons. Tacos or Thai food? Tacos. Sloths or llamas? Ooh. Ooh. That's a tough one. That is know. really tough, actually. <laughs> just today. Just today. Okay. Today I'm going to say llamas. Ah. Nice. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Rainbows, do you prefer them to be the classic arch or like tie-dye crazy? Ooh. I'm going to go classic today. Cartoons or sitcoms? Mm, cartoons. Nice. No, well, now we're adults and we get cartoon sitcoms. That's true. Yeah, I know. True. I really broke that in half for, for the no win. reason. <laughs> Cassettes or CDs? Ooh. Cassettes. Yeah. Cassettes rule. Yeah. I just found a box of cassettes and 
half of them aren't labeled, but I know what time frame they're from because the corners popped out of the top of them. Mm-hmm. So that means you I recorded shit recorded off the radio. Over stuff. Yeah. Yes, I remember doing that and like waiting for the for the announcer to stop talking and uh-huh. like immediately hitting record, get the songs and making mixtapes. My friends, yeah, I buy. I only buy analog now. I buy cassettes and vinyl. I can't remember. I don't even have a CD player, but I can play those when I was small. I love that. Oh my god. That's my favorite. And when I just went through boxes of my old stuff. So I, I try to make up lingo apparently like every decade or so. I like come up with a few phrases and try to get them to catch on. Like fetch. Share your fetch. Share my fetch. Like in high school, someone like drove by real fast and I was like, Whoa, that guy's mowing stink. And my friend was like, What? And I was like, mowing stink. It means going fast. So I, I've continued to say it through my I life. Say it. I didn't know where it. it came from, but I picked it up from you. I know I made it up, but it's a good one. I made it up in high school, and I thought it was moan really stink. funny. Yo, they mow and stink. So <laughs> it, it's you know it fits. Another one I found on a mixtape, and it says Bonnie's Doug hits. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I called everything Doug for like about a year. Everything like, oh my God, your shirt's so Doug. Because we had a group of friends where everyone would pick on Doug and poor Doug, like he just, he didn't get a a break cut for him. And I felt real bad about it. He was kind of like the groups, like everyone's like picking on him all the time. Shit's on Doug. Yeah, shotgun. We just like drive away and like Doug's in the driveway. Guys, why are you so mean to Doug? Like I was an adult at this point, like college years. And I was like, this isn't fucking high school. So I started calling everything I thought was cool. I started calling it Doug, hoping like the group would catch on. Re- yeah like rewire so, their brains rewire, like doug's cool Aww. like why are you taking it out on doug so i found a mixtape that was like bonnie's doug songs bonnie's oh doug God. hits or something like that and i was like doug meant good but it didn't catch on and i think everyone was still mean to doug for a real long time i'm like you guys are assholes if you think about it doug is just good backwards kind of doug was a fantastic cartoon that I loved a lot. Oh yes. Yeah, I, I watched that. Well, I, I was thinking, Doug, like, can you dig it? And you're like, I dug it. It's like, Doug. Yeah. Ooh, see, see, that's good too. I was just thinking about all the times I've used Mo and Stink now. <laughs> like, if you're in a hurry and you need to get out the door and people are lollygagging and you're get like, yo, way. we got a Mo Stink or we're not going to get there on time. <laughs> And people are like, all right, nobody questions it either. Nobody's like, I'm sorry, can we pause and ask what the fuck you just said? Nobody does that. Yeah, I know you know exactly what you mean. You just sound cool with authority when you say it fast, too. <laughs> That's so weird. I was mowing That's stink and I one. forgot it. I forgot right? the thing back at home. God, sorry. That was so Doug, but I forgot it because I was mowing stink. Yeah. Oh, my God. I have a problem. Let's just keep making shit up. Let's just see let's, what catches on. Let's just revive all the old ones because I think it's their time now. That's well, good. speaking of Doug things. Oh, God. Let's talk about compliments. Oh, yeah. For the Janet. Let's mow stink to the compliment section. Oh, you could Doug. <laughs> You're about to be told how Doug you really are. We're going to dig how oh. Doug you are. Like, <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm so glad we got to talk because <sighs> we met in such a sort of like limited time space where we, yes, we got to like casually enjoy each other's company, but we didn't get to like hardcore sit down like slumber yeah, party. Yeah, I was at the and height of anxiety professional mode. Yeah, so I don't feel like we're to vibe. I go, go, go. Yeah. I'm like, oh. we, have a, we have a time limit for the venue. Right? We have to clean up at this point. We have like Oh wait, staff. Oh yeah. When everything's packed up and you turn the lights off and you're like, oh, okay, now I can go hang out yeah. with people and be normal. Oh my that god. That was good, right? Yeah, yeah, we got we tied one on. Yeah. A lot of people from that dinner we still have in our lives. Yeah. And it felt like a really cool it was meant kismet to be. moment. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. That was special. I'm glad I get to follow you just because you light up my feed. Mm-hmm. You 
have such a fun way with how you express things. And I like that you're putting out like, here's a video on how I colored my wall a bunch of different squares. As an artist, it's funny to have to sit down and think of like content. Like, oh, I need more content. I need more stuff. But then you think of all the little shit you do during the day that like, for some reason, people are hungry for like packaging videos. This is all stuff I just have to do. It's a chore. But then if you make it fun, it's like fun for everyone. And it feels inspiring. And I feel like your feed is super inspiring. And being able to sit and talk with you, like you're just cool and humble and laid back. And I love you have like a fun and bold and positive outlook that the world super needs, especially right now. That's just everyone's included. Let's all love each other. And let's more than that, like, let's all love each other. But then like, let's boost it and like, send love into the world. Let's all be happy. Thank you. (laughs) That's that's definitely my dream. And I want it to feel really accessible. That's part of why I mean, I've always like behind the scenes and knowing how stuff comes together. But anybody can do this or spread love or make art or whatever, carve their own path of realizing what they want in the world or what they want the world to reflect back to them and radiating that. So thank you. Thank you so much. I want to say that I feel like there's also a little stronger message with you, which is maybe some people, because you're so casual and humble and it feels very carefree with your art, even though it's really hard work and maybe some people don't realize how hard it is to like really rise and grind and put your shit out there and really do the work of all the things and get your name out everywhere, even for being a fairly anonymous brand name in Portland, I think that you have still managed to really stand for something Mm -hmm. and really stand for something positive and strong. You're not just a smiley face on a sticker. People actually see your art with things that are synonymous with being an advocate or being uh, pillars in the community and standing with, you know, voices that matter and voices that are for change. I think that it's one thing to be a silly, colorful artist and you are not that by any stretch of the imagination. And I admire that even while being fairly anonymous, you've managed to like really have a strong voice in the community. And I love that. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) Shannon's cheering up Uh, because it's so cool. It's It's such, it's such a big message, but like you package it perfectly. It's just so approachable and it feels so real and true not forced in the slightest yeah the level of hope that you give strong and transparent and supportive i mean when i'm when i'm making my art and especially on social media it's so easy to fall into the trap of like well, what's going to get the likes or what do people want to see? And I feel like that is never a creative trigger for me. I ultimately, I always just have to ask myself, like, what do I need to see? You're very true to yourself. What message do I need to hear right now? Or what, what image would, would help me in this moment? And I mean, and that's, what's beautiful. I think in general about being authentic and checking in with yourself is because people are going to connect. Like my message is not going to reach everyone and that's okay. I'm not, not, that's, that's totally fine. And all art and all messages, all those have their own place in their own audience that will connect with it. But when you're authentic to yourself, in how you amplify your voice or make your art, you will attract, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. The way yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is very, yeah. very cliche, but that's what's led to really authentic connections. And yeah. what's been so gratifying about being vulnerable and putting out the message that I want to hear or that I need to hear or the mantra is that it 
attracts those that are on a similar path or having similar thoughts. And yeah, when we find each other, can gas each other up like this or... Yeah, and magic happens. Yeah, get together and make real change or direct that towards a cause that we're all passionate about. It's like joining energy that we can then direct very intentionally. Yeah. And when folks have similar voices and the same things in mind and the same moral compass, it just kind of like snowballs. It's just a wave. We're just all kind of in it together. Yeah. And it's like, it's really nice to feel the same same feelings you're putting out there in the world. And you're like, oh, this person gets me. Oh, I, I get what they're doing. I just really love it. You're our people like that. I'm so happy you got to be on our podcast. Thank you, Thank so, you, much. Thank you so much for joining us because this is like... My face hurts. I've been smiling so hard. I know. And this is definitely a mood changer. For sure. I was Um, in such a shitty mood. No pressure, but I was really relying on you to kick off my weekend. Fantastic way. You you didn't didn't, know. You didn't disappoint. I never want to put the pressure on people. It always just feels like fun, good therapy. And for those who are not on the woke face train yet, once you see it, you won't unsee it. You'll see it everywhere. You will pull up to a rainbow four way stop in Northeast Portland and be like, whoa. Oh, woke face. This has been happening since I met you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how did I not see it? Maybe that was I our third you? eye moment. We if were awakened to woke face. Yeah, and then like it just it. became, and and you are an in, in inspiration to me. Like I do art. I do commissions. I work with people. I rebrand for them. I haven't rebranded for myself in ages and I'm feeling the calling of what do I want to say? What do I want to do? What do I want to move forward with? And being able to just walk down the street and like see your creations, just like a little wink and a nod from the Mm -hmm. universe being like, do the damn thing. So you are an inspiration to me as an artist and I truly love everything you do. And for, again, those who are not on the woke face train, the art is, it's not just all rainbows and happiness. It's Rainbows and happiness that say, like, you can cry if you want, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, there are other people that see you. Like, it's okay. And it's about friendship and it's nostalgic in a way that makes your heart feel good. And it's something that when you see it, anything on your website and go, oh, I know a friend who would wear those leggings. Yeah. Oh, I need need this tote for me. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God. My mom would love this set of glassware. I have my eyes on a fanny pack. Right. There's a sticker like, oh, I love this sticker, but I want to buy two because my best friend will also love this sticker. And it's everything that you put out is truly unique and beautiful and definitely ties into your personality. Thank you for uh, making me feel so seen and appreciated. I, I'm uh, you're, it's, it's sunny outside, but you're both like rays of sunshine and I feel oh. so uplifted after this. So I really appreciate you. You are that. You are that. <laughs> oh, it's so me. true. Let everyone know where they can yes, eyeball your goodies, maybe watch videos that you put out, websites, social. Are you on TikTok? I am. I, I really recently joined and am recently obsessed with it. I, I love that. Site. It's a growing addiction. Yeah. I watched it for like three hours the other day and found oh, weird threads. Hole. I oh. went in to maybe see if like a video I already recorded could maybe mm-hmm. like I could play with it mm-hmm. and be like, oh, like then I'm putting something out. Right. And then instead three hours went by. It was two in the morning. And I was like, <laughs> my eyes hurt. And I was like, I did nothing except nope. for waste my time. But damn it, I feel good. Yeah. I know how to chop wood real good now. Yeah. yeah I could make yeah. bread in like five languages, you guys. <laughs> 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 it's, crazy. Oh. Oh. 
It's so true. Yeah. Oh, so where can all the folks find you on the social medias? Um, I'm Wokeface across the board. Wokeface on Instagram is probably, I'm still the most active there, but Wokeface.com has the goods and Facebook gets a repost from Instagram. And then find me on TikTok if you want the the raw content that I'm still, <laughs> I'm still learning the format of video. That's like right. new to Same. me. And uh, we're with you there. Yeah. <laughs> but I love, I love that um, TikTok is not about like the polished look. Like people are really mm-hmm. authentic and real on there. It's very refreshing mm-hmm. and actually really supportive. Um, I'm stoked to learn more about that. For business people that are like polished in their other stuff mm-hmm. and you're like on my timeline forever, it has to match this collage of right. all my stories have to look the same. And then TikTok's like, nah, fuck it. You yeah. like me? Question mark? I like it. So, I put up a video where I didn't realize it was my second video. I have three videos. I put up my second video and I didn't realize I could change the the main what is it called? I don't know. God, I hate words today. Mm-hmm. Um the main picture you see before you press play on oh, the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the, the thumbnail. Where, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't thing. realize I could choose the frame that was like, <laughs> here, I'm enticing. So my second video, just black. Yeah. And guess what? It the has most, the most views of all three videos. That's really like seven hundred views. I'm like, why are you guys just clicking on something black? Because like, I want to know. Now every video I should just make with like the black. Ooh, maybe open that's your frame. Thing. <laughs> Ooh, darkness. But then like, JK. This Ooh. is fucking flowers and butterflies. There's got to be some psychology to that where they're like, ah, oh, this isn't working. Maybe if I tap it and then it plays and then you're there. Like, I rarely look at people's grid on TikTok. I just get served videos randomly, and um, I that's, like that. that's kind of what I love about it is because it's like it's it paying attention to what you're 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 hearting or commenting on and like fine-tuning that algorithm and just serving you that's like true. lots of new faces and new people and that's what I love yeah oh my god I love it's this. also weird it's also fun and creative and like what a crazy world we live in no shit to where back in the day we didn't have the internet we and were now breaking tapes we're hanging out to record on the internet the it's mind-blowing yeah. it's my brain i couldn't have even conceptualized it when i was a kid i can't wait till we can just teleport and that oh my God. there's going to be so many laws being broken but i'm really <laughs> looking forward to the day where my Same. old bones can just like vanish and then oh. like appear at shannon's dinner table and be like thank you Jeff. a lot i'm on astral projection tiktok you should get on that <laughs> oh my god we're having an astral dance party later um the tiktok videos are there so you can learn it and then we're all gonna like zumba like a room full of just like holograph zumba i'm gonna do it yeah that's so cool i, I want that I well like what it. i really want is when the world opens up we need yes. to connect and collaborate Please. even if we're just doing like a fun little eat and paint class that's more than those bullshit let's all paint the same thing classes yeah. that i despise so much yes if we're just doing like a party with our friends who need to meet other cool people mm-hmm. that can now be their friends, right. like a friendship party. We make rainbow yeah. bracelets. You could do like a, a this or that draw, draw and sip where, where you like, whatever the answers to the questions can be integrated, but everybody's is going to be different, you know, or I don't know. we got, we got ideas. Ooh, I like we got ideas. Brilliant. And mm-hmm. we will combine all of our powers and become superstar best friends in real life. Cause I think you are a genuinely cool super fun, interesting person. And 
we just appreciate you so much We're, and thank you for like, being on the pod. This, yes. this could go three more hours of just hanging out and talking because we're having the best time. I love this. And I really like you. If you if you would like and if you need two more street teamers for <laughs> face things for the we West Side. We love sticking stickers um, everywhere. We're old school street teamers and we'll put stickers <laughs> anywhere. So yeah, we're here for you. You're, like, you're hired. You're hired. Hells yes. Oh, it's so good. I love it. I will <sighs> sticker things and then I will put a light varnish over it so no oh my one can gosh. Chase. Next level. Yeah. I put stickers on a fire truck one time. Oh my God. But I won't do that now, but I did do it once. So it was a shining <laughs> glory. So <laughs> it, it stayed on there for a long time. That's pretty cool. Can yeah. I get some solar power and sit on the porch for a few minutes and get this good sunshine in my body? Yeah, I'm, go- I'm going on a on a nature walk today. So Yay! Oh, sunshine for everybody. We need it. Yeah. It's been so dark up here. Yes. Oh, yes. And there's just rain in the forecast. So soak it up, sisters. Right? As much as you can. <laughs> Charge your crystals, bitches. Let's do it. <laughs> well, thank you and goodbye. Thank and you so much. We have to do it again. Thank you. Thank you so much. Love to you both. Bye. Bye. Hey, Shannon, how grateful are you that people tuned in? Oh, hella. I'm very excited about it as well. What should they be doing if they want to support the podcast with money? They should go to patreon.com forward slash you are that and donate even a buck. I like that. If they don't have monies or they don't want to spend monies, yes. what's a free way they can support the podcast? Virtual high fives via five stars. Review, rate, subscribe. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. All the platforms you can. Yeah. If you want to follow along on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, what's our handle? It is no. You are that. And you don't forget the no, because otherwise I don't know where it takes you. I don't know. Me neither. Facebook, do we have it? We do. We have a regular page, which is like a, hey, how you doing? Here's our guest. And then we also have the Yacht Clubhouse, which is our You Are That Facebook group with cool people. I heard there's clothes. There is. There's merch. Yeah. Of all the kinds, Mm -hmm. like for drinking coffee with your cute little pillow and maybe a blanket and a kick-ass shirt. And that's youarethatmerch.com. Wonderful. Yeah. I thank you for answering those questions. I thank you for asking me those questions. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.